This is Delhi. Please stand by for our next program. This is All India Radio. Life must go on. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar presents the science serial Life Must Go On based on sustainable development. Let's listen to episode number 2 Riding a Sustainable Wave. In this episode, the first dramatized one of the series on sustainable development, we follow two bikers, Arun and Shekhar, as they speed through some unknown landscape and come across people of various standing. The people they meet bring up the issue of damage to nature and the ways to achieve sustainable development. The discussion swings from small talk to discussing exemplary concepts. Through all these, the listeners get the essence of sustainability. What time is it, bro? Mm, half past eight. We have been driving for more than two hours now. Feeling tired, huh? Not that. Just thinking how barren this place is. Yeah, man. So little vegetation. Haven't noticed a pond even in the last one hour. Hmm, that's what I was saying. Looks like that this place will soon turn into a desert. <laughs> one more desert on the map. Will be more taxing for the kids, huh? More to mug and remember. <laughs> right, right, right. Want to give it a name before anyone else has the privilege? Yeah, not a bad idea. Uh, let's call it Arun Shekhar Desert. Ah, no, oh, no, you are being selfish. Why should your name be there before mine? Ah, huh? <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm feeling thirsty now. Let's stop for a minute. Ah, want a break? Ah, huh? okay. See, ah. Uh, Over there, right off the road, a big tree is there. Don't know how it survived in this place, but we will have some shade at least. Come, let's go. Shekhar, Shekhar, look, someone sitting beneath the tree. A lean fellow, looks like a sadhu or someone like that. Huh? Sadhu? Great. He must be an expert in palmistry. I want to know what is going to happen to my catering business. You still believe in palmistry and astrology, huh? It's all baseless. I told you so many times. Why? Why burden yourself? I am not telling you to ask for your future details. Let me have the liberty. Come on, come on, let's park here. Okay, as you say. Uh, listen, yeah. Listen, how should I address him, Baba, or or something else? Well, you know better. Huh? You're used to all these things, <laughs> uh, but. I also have something to ask about. Ah, you too, brother. Falling in line. What is it you want to ask about? Well, the next filling station. We are low on fuel, Buddhu. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever you like. Baba. Um, Baba. Namaskar. I, I, I mean, Pranam, Baba. <laughs> Who are you? I am not a Baba. I am Manglu. So, you are not a Sadhu, huh? Huh? <laughs> Depends on how you think of me. Huh? I am not a thief. Haven't stolen anything from anyone in all my life. 
सो यू कैन कॉल मी साधु साधु जी साधु जी कैन यू टेल माई फ्यूचर बाई लुकिंग एट माई पाम आई वॉन्ट टू नो अबाउट द फ्यूचर ऑफ माई केटरिंग बिजनेस सॉरी टू डिसअपॉइंट यू आई हैव नो एक्सपर्टाइज इन फॉर टेलिंग बट यू लुक क्वाइट टायर्ड एंड थर्सटी एज वेल बट सी आई हैव नॉट इवन अ मग ऑफ वॉटर टू ऑफर यू डोंट बॉदर अबाउट दैट बाबा आई मीन मंगलू वी हैव आर बॉटल्स Could you please help us by telling how far the next petrol pump is? Uh, it must be far away. I mean, I haven't seen a petrol pump in years. <laughs> My legs always ache these days. I cannot walk much. Uh, uh, why don't you have a cell phone? People who pass by always use that to find their desired locations. GPS? Well, I can see you are thoroughly disappointed, huh? Rural folk talking of GPS, no knowledge in palmistry. You're right, Baba. GPS should have helped, but it's not working somehow. That's why I asked. Okay? So hot. Uh, I must have a sip from my water bottle. Uh, Shekhar, you help yourself, huh? Hmm. Even if GPS was working, you would not have found a single water body in this region. <laughs> um, can I have a sip, my dear? Uh, uh, so you're thirsty too, huh? Okay, open your mouth. Uh, well, I can share only a little, huh? Long way to go still. <laughs> That will be so nice of you. can ask uh, where are you going we are out to see the diversity of our great country oh. mm. <laughs> and we have already covered quite some distance mm. but but this place is so different uh, you live here i suppose mm. but i can't see any hut you have to travel a couple of kilometers from here over there there behind that mountain You go straight and then turn. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I understand perfectly. Right, right. you have to turn right. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. You do know. You must be wondering why I travel to this spot. <laughs> why I sit here under this tree, which which stands so awkwardly amidst this barrenness. Ah, uh, I was about to ask that only. Uh, I mean. Do you come here to beg? Hmm. Run. But well, who will come here to give you arms? Huh? You are so right. No one will come to do that. I come here to relive my memory. Huh? One minute. One minute. Memory? Hmm. Of what? Of a large pond. No. Not one, but two. Side by side, and and the trees stood right between them. <sighs> so large were these ponds. So large were these ponds. You know, from here, there, where the road is taking turn, and the other also. You know, and there were so many more. <sighs> 
Yes, yes, I can guess that those were very large. But where are those now? Yes, such a lovely scene it was. And you know, a kingfisher swooping down right from the trees. Yes, there were a lot of trees, and the kingfisher snatching a shiny silvery fish. Sitting in the cool breeze, I watched. Such a sight, unbelievable. Hmm. But where are those water bodies? <laughs> Such large expanse of water cannot evaporate overnight. <laughs> what what happened to them? Those were just drained away. Greed, huh? hatred. They fought and to teach a lesson to the opposite side. They drained away water to their side. But you know, they couldn't enjoy that water. No, none of the two sides. No, none of the Mamlou, two sides. Mamlu, look, Mamlu, calm down, calm down. Uh, tell me, tell me, who were they, and why did they behave like this? The lazy, greedy rajas doing nothing but bent on sending the peasants to fight and die. Those. Dirty rajas stole water, and you know, sometimes they also poisoned the waters, so that the other side could use them, and they die. You stay there. You. You, I will, I will kill you. I will bury you right there. You rascal! Go away! I'm not traveling with you anymore. Go on your own. You, you, you mischievous insect! Wait, wait, wait! I'm coming. You just stay there. I'll, I shall beat the hell out of you. You, you, you stay there. You, now relax. Cool down. Cool down. What happened? Why are you at each other's throats, huh? Sir, sir, you. You know this wicked fellow? This one. I I gave him this job as a helper, and and he he the rascal. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Relax, relax, relax. Cool, yes. cool down, cool down, cool down. Cool down, Mike Tyson. Cool down. What happened? Why are you at each other's throats, huh? Sir, sir, you you know this wicked fellow? Wicked fellow? Oh, oh I okay. I gave him this job. As a helper, and and he he this rascal, rascal? see him yeah listen 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 what has he done huh? and why you are so angry okay <clears throat> sir me Nataraj I I come from a very good family okay very good and we are much respected in our locality very good and this this helper Gagan wants to drink water from the same bottle which I do if it was our village he would not have been able to come so close oh. I see. Hmm. It's the shortage of a bottle that has brought about this great battle. No, no, no sir. It, it, it's not that. So many times, so many times, I have offered an empty bottle and asked him to use it for own use. So But kind no? you are. So kind. Yes, sir. But he, he would again reach out for my bottle of water. Today I have to settle this for once and all. I, I'll tell you. Oh, I'll tell no, you. No, 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 no,
Let us see. Hey, where is Gagan? Call him. Gagan. Come in. Hey, come out. Come here, I say. Why? Why, Gagan? Why can't you use your own bottle of water? Why do you use his? In any case, it would be hygienic if you two have separate bottles, isn't it? Exactly. I know, but I always forget. Very bad, liar. That's why, sir. During our journey, I have to... See, sir. Sir, he's now making excuses. And I will give you such a slap. No, 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 please, please, please don't do so, Nataraj. Okay, I assure you. He will listen to your instructions from now on. Yeah, okay? Yeah, I will. Okay, Gagan, you will listen, na? Yeah, yeah, I will. Get on with your journey. Come on, go, go. Thank you, sir. Okay, okay, okay thank you. Okay. Come on, bye. Yeah. Stupid. And do remember yeah. what these two educated men told you. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> bye, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See. There can be so many types of battles just over water. <laughs> These two can't share the same bottle. <sighs> what a funny scene. It's not trivial, Manglu, as you're trying to show. People can be arrogant and superstitious over the use of water. And whole villages can get into a battle over such things. You are standing in such a battlefield, sir. But you know, there was an aged fellow in our village who tried to stop this fighting. Yes, he used to tell us stories about water. Stories about water? Hmm. I'm intrigued, Shekhar. So am I. Tell us what stories you had heard from him. He used to say that a large desert lies to the west of our country. Yes. It's totally barren. No trees. Only shrubs. Absolutely dry. Yes. Yes, there is one. It's called the Thar Desert. I don't know what it is called. I only know the story. The old man said that the inhabitants were so clever that they could store water even amidst that barrenness. The old man told you how water was stored in the desert? Yes, he did. He said that the little rain that fell in those areas was collected. There was a gore where the rain water was collected. All structures were done by the people themselves. Stones side by side and up Water was collected there. Shekhar, I have a feeling that this fellow is trying to teach us rainwater harvesting. And whatever he has heard is not wrong. Is it? Yes. What he refers to is a traditional system called PAR. You know, kuis and berries are dug in the storage area, which he calls agor. Those kuis are normally 5 to 12 meters deep. This is the most predominant form of rainwater harvesting in the region. I mean, western Rajasthan. And that really sustained the people there. And our Rajas, they told us to destroy water. And now this barren land, oh God, 
What have you done to us? Rajas did contribute to water conservation in Rajasthan, but you have to understand that was costly and difficult to maintain. However, we cannot take the credit away from them like that. Arun, but look at Manglu. He is becoming inconsolable. I think we should leave him now. A lot of distance to cover anyway. Yeah, let's go. I think Manglu will find someone else to hear these sad stories. Come. What's the time now, Shekhar? Uh, half past three. We have been on our machines for quite some time now. Uh, let's take a break. Well, but I can't see a suitable place. Uh, let's see, huh? Uh, hey, hey, look, look there. On the left, a few tents. Yes, yes, yes. Some stalls as well. Uh, some of those are likely to be food stalls, right? Thirsty for tea. Of course. Come, come, let's take this lane. Come. The sun has mellowed now. It's better. Temperature is down. Wow. Hey, Shekhar. Look, look, look. There is really a tea stall. Come, brother, run! Oh, oh, wait, wait. Don't be silly. The stall owner is not going to run away. Yeah, yeah, but but I I want tea. Come, come, come. Hey, brother. Brother, is your oven still hot? Can we have some tea, please? Please, please, please don't say no. See, see, my friend. He might just faint, huh? No, Shekhar, I won't faint, huh? Please sit down. Five minutes. Take a seat. Thank you. Arun, Arun, Arun. Look, look. Look at that gentleman. He is coming here, I suppose. Hey, Parag. Yes, sir. Kannan. Coming, sir. Pack up now. It's enough for today. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Done, sir. Come here. My usual tea with your special biscuit. <sighs> It has been a hectic day. <laughs> uh, right, sir. Hey, Harya, clean the table, eh? Uh, coming, coming. You have new guests today, I can see. Hi, uh, I'm Arun, and this is my friend Shekhar. Hello. We are on a tour of our country, you see. Oh, I see. Globe trotters. <laughs> by the way, I am Arvindan. Hi. I'm an anthropologist by profession, oh. and we are doing some digging here. Okay. Digging? <laughs> Well, that is a rough way of saying that we are doing some field work here. We are studying the different layers of soil to understand why this land has become so barren. You mean to say that this was not as barren earlier? At least the written records say so. Nothing unusual, of course. There have been many instances in the past where a lush green pasture has turned into a barren, depopulated area whose settlements have disappeared. Yes, 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 you would know better. I I feel curious. Uh, could you please tell us about some cases? Yeah, yeah, please, please, please. Sure, but not before I take my first sip of tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Here you go. Tea for all. And your biscuits, sir. Uh, now it's okay. Yes. We were discussing the erosion of soil and civilization as a whole. 
I shall tell you about Mesopotamia. <laughs> uh, really? You mean modern Iraq? Exactly, my dear. Modern Iraq, Mesopotamia. The traditional site of the Garden of Eden, out of which come the stories of the flood, of Noah and the ark, of the Tower of Babel, is jotted with full of records of a glorious past, of dense populations and of great cities that are now ruins and desolation. Uh, but why? They had their own irrigation system. Huh? They had. Uh, well, uh, what are those called? Uh, uh, yeah, two great rivers, Tigris and Euphrates, right? Uh-huh. And had a huge population and too much silt. I don't follow. Hmm. Agriculture was practiced in a dry climate by canal irrigation with muddy water from the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. This muddy water was the undoing of empire after empire. As muddy river waters slowed down, they choked up the canals with silt. It was necessary to keep the silt out of the canals year after year to supply life-giving waters to farmlands and to cities of the plain. Okay, okay, okay. So, what is the problem with that? As populations grew... Canals were dug farther and farther from the rivers. This great system of canals called for a great force of hand labor to keep them clean of silt. The rulers of Babylon brought in war captives for this task. Wow! Sounds exciting! (laughs) Really? Yeah, but the end was not exciting. As these great public works of cleaning silt out of canals were interrupted from time to time by internal revolutions and by foreign invaders. The peoples of Mesopotamia were brought face to face with disaster in canals choked with silt, stoppage of canals by silt, depopulated villages and cities more effectively than the slaughter of people by an invading army. Really, that's shocking. My God, never knew of this part of history of Iraq. That's because traditionally history is about winning wars and claiming the throne. Who bothers about sustainability? Uh, actually, uh, can I ask you something, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Arvindan? Arvindan, uh, could this have been prevented anyway? Difficult to say, Mr. Globe Trotter. The population was huge, and the land or the produce at normal level was insufficient to support them. Plus, remember the silt? It's really tragic. Uh, Mr. Arvindan, is there any other example like this? Uh, I mean, any other example, please, sir? You need to know the name of the great soil conservationist, Dr. Walter Loudermill. He studied the record of agriculture in countries where the land had been under cultivation for hundreds, even thousands of years. And what did he find? He discovered that soil erosion, deforestation, overgrazing, neglect and conflicts between cultivators and herdsmen have helped topple empires and wipe out entire civilizations. Hmm, Amazing. Uh, So, sir, he must have suggested measures to stop such destructions as well. Of course. He learned that careful management of the earth's resources 
through terracing, crop rotation and other soil conservation measures has enabled other societies to flourish for centuries. <laughs> really? <laughs> sir, 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 I feel like listening to one story about such flourishing civilization. Yeah, me too. <laughs> please, please. Absolutely, Globetrotters. Well, this was Dr. Loudermilk's experience in North Africa. Near the Sahara Desert, everyone knows that rainfall is a scanty in that part. But Loudermilk discovered something remarkable near the desert, about 70 miles south of Tabisa. He and his team found a remarkable example of ancient measures for the conservation of water. At some time in the Roman or possibly pre-Roman period, peoples of this region built check dams to divert storm water around slopes into canals to spread it upon a remarkable series of bench terraces. Uh, so they cultivated successfully with this water? In Roman times, a high degree of conservation of soils and waters was reached. This was done with an intensive culture of orchards and vineyards on the slopes and intensive grain growing in the valleys. Wow, these are so good lessons. <laughs> really? Only if we could follow them. Don't lose heart, my brother. While we stagger to find this barrenness in a place where there was flowing river and lush green meadows at one time, we could take heart from some other experiments as well. I see. Uh, example from which country? It's Japan. <laughs> Land of the rising sun. But no, it's getting dark. Look at the fellow. He's preparing to close his shop for today. We shall have to leave. Oh, really? It's getting dark. By the way, what are your plans for tonight, Globetrotters? Uh, well, uh, nothing in particular. We shall have to look for some shelter. <laughs> uh, let's see. You can share space in my tent tonight. I mean, if that does not go against your policy of globe trotting <laughs> no 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 not at all not at all we shall consider us very fortunate come on then i shall tell the story of one straw revolution as we walk to our tent come <laughs> that will be great uh, uh, but uh, we haven't paid for the tea yet leave that to me add that to my account my boy all right come. sir done done come this way thank you thank you uh, uh, mr arvindan ye uh, what is this one straw revolution is this name of any movement? You can say that way. But basically, it's the title of a world-famous book. It's written by Masanobu Fukuoka. What does it say? It tells you the story of a holistic view of agriculture, of preserving land, conserving water, sustaining variety through landscapes. And on top of that, it all tells the reader of a philosophy, a sustainable philosophy. Sounds exciting. Exciting it is. Fukuoka produced citrus and grains, including rice in the same farm. He believed in minimal interference to create a natural balance. He strongly held to the fact that upsetting the balance by using insecticides to destroy pests perpetuates a cycle of imbalance. This creates a system permanently dependent on insecticides which results in a greater long-term insect damage once predators are destroyed. Uh, uh, and he, Fukuoka, succeeded in having a rich harvest with all his philosophy. Yes, he did. 
His message is becoming increasingly important today, especially in the light of such issues as the various phases of food crisis. Though not directly, but in a way it urges us to rethink our strategies about genetic engineering and the manner in which cattle are farmed. Wow, that's great sir. Uh, sir, I really need a copy of the book. I can gift you one. Really? <laughs> but you have to choose. You know, I'm a very good cook. So either you can have khichdi cooked by me or a copy of Fukuoka's book. Uh, 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 I have an expert demand. Huh? Expert demand? I have heard about expert comment, <laughs> but never about expert demand. <laughs> but anyway, let me hear about it. I shall have both. The book and the khichdi as well. <laughs> clever. You are very clever, Arun. <laughs> Life must go on. You were listening to the second episode of this science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar. Script and research was by Dr. Manas Pritam Das. This episode was directed by Naveen Kumar Gupta and produced by Kajal Suri. Editing was by Akhya Jaywardhan and presented by Kajal Suri. Participants were Nitin Bhaseen, Vaibhav Srivastav, Nikhil Devan, Sumit Khosla, Rakshit Thaplial, Gaurav Devgan and Danish Iqbal. This program came to you from the Delhi station of All India Radio. Hold up. 